This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Yes, if I don't get you ready for the show, I don't know what will. If you're not pumped right now, there's probably something wrong to you, with you. You should get medical attention, maybe go to an urgent care. I don't know. But first, check out the show. This is Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ, episode 50 overall, our seventh episode exclusively for channelattitude.com. You can check us out there. Subscribe for less than a dollar a week. You get all of the episodes on audio and video, and you can join us. Every week, every Thursday when we record the show, I send out the emails to all the subscribers. They can join us on the show as uh, Buddy did last week. All of that cool stuff for only less than a dollar a week. Channelattitude.com to chill with me, Stoner Jesus, and with Shelly Martinez. You want to know more about us? ShellySJSmokeout.com. You see long scrolling along the bottom, all the Instagram, the Twitter, and whatnot. All that cool stuff. Um, how are you doing this week, Shelly? Good. It sucks because right before we went live, I had everything set up like 20 minutes ago. I use this really awesome light I have here. You can take this off and just have it like be like that. Or there's like a little um, kind of like a softbox action here. You can put it on there. I like to use this because in the modeling world, we call this a beauty dish. <laughs> so it just gives you really awesome light. And what I love about this is it gives you different colors, but it also um, displays a more warm color. And when it's on the warm color, it's it looks more like how I look in person. Like literally two minutes before I videoed in, it turned off, and I was like, "What?" And then I kept, and it said that it was there's four bars that show if it's charged. It showed three bars. I'm like, "What the hell?" So I kept messing with it, and then all of a sudden it went down to one bar, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I have my very fluorescent light, so I feel like I'm very blown out. I'm I'm pretty tan, but you can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell, and I know no one cares about if I'm tan or not, but I do, and so that's what really effing matters. So that's a little annoying, but other than that, I'm doing all right. So Shelly's working at a disadvantage tonight doing the show. That's a shame. Uh, before we get to all the other stuff we have planned, we have another giveaway going on. I want to thank people, people at Next Bardo, longtime sponsor of my show, many, many years. You want to buy something from them, 10% off. Use promo code STONERJESUS is all one word. That would be awesome of you. August 25th, I'm going to announce a winner. You have to subscribe to the show and be an active subscriber on that day. And you can win this awesome piece, an 18 inches, uh, which is a foot and a half. What it is in meters or whatever the metric system, I don't know. You have to look that up and do the conversion yourself. But it's very cool. Coos Glass from Next Bardo. You can win that. Of course, you have to prove to me that you're 18. Uh, if I don't know if being a subscriber to Channel Attitude, you have to be 18. I don't know how if you have a PayPal account. I guess you get a PayPal account if you're younger. I don't know. Suffice it to say, I'm going to make you prove to me that you're 18 before I have Next Bardo ship you some paraphernalia. Of course, for tobacco use only, if you're in one of those states, it's tobacco use only. And if you don't use it for tobacco use or something else, like, you know, potpourri or whatever, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm not only held responsible for your stupidity, but you can win. That's the point. It's the pinned tweet at our Twitter, at ShellySJSmoke. Go check it out and be a subscriber, be an active subscriber. On the night of August 25th, we will pick a winner and announce a winner, and it'll be awesome. 
you, know, you want something cool just for being a subscriber and getting all the stuff that I said earlier, all the audio, the video, and joining us and all that stuff, all for less than a dollar a week. I don't know why you're waiting. I can't name anything else that's less than a dollar a week. I can't think of anything. Nothing comes to mind. Get your ass to channelattitude.com. There's your promo right there. That's a sweet bong, or excuse me, water pipe. That's, That's a right. very sweet water pipe there. <laughs> very sweet. It looks like it's a type two that hit real good. Like, you know, just nice and clean and. That's right. Um, as you know, as we talk about every week, Shelly gets interesting messages from people. Uh, we're going to discuss one here in a second. I do. I wanted to bring up. Um, we got some interesting stuff on Instagram. You can go follow our Instagram as well. It's there along the bottom, as you can see. And uh, there's this one dude. A bunch of people send in messages saying, you're hot. Shelly's hot. Way to go, Shelly, for being so hot. Variations of the same thing. Congratulations. Congratulating me. And my favorite, though, is, wow, you're still hot. Like, I, I am more gracious, I guess, to... The straight up, you're hot, but the the still, it's like, oh, because I'm older now, I should just be letting myself go. Is that what the deal is? Like, I don't know. I mean, I know it happens. I know it happens, but I'm a vampire. Like, you know, I keep myself up as much as I can being 62 years old, you know? I can't pinpoint the exact moment or day that I let myself go. It was a while ago. <laughs> it's been quite a long time and things have been going downhill. So I don't get any of those messages saying, Stoner Jesus, you're so hot. Way to go for still being hot. None of that. I'm not getting a single message like that. There's one guy in particular on Instagram. Um, he likes a lot of the stories and stuff. And then uh, starting June 28th at 519 in the morning. I don't know where he's at. I don't know if he's messaging in the morning. I don't know how healthy that is. Um, he said, I want to be on the healthy show. I don't know what that means. And I posted something, uh, a bikini picture of you that says Lincoln bio. He said, love that baby. And he said, morning. And a couple weeks later, he said, you're hot. Then he said this, you didn't go to wrestling court because you were too hot and people were all distracted at the way you came in and built your character and you made a big hit. And plus, they were going to probably keep picking on you, didn't know how to talk to you or getting your level. Do you understand any of that? I do, actually. I do. Um... I I get what he's saying. He's absolutely wrong. There's no way that the people in charge of wrestling court was like, I'm intimidated by Shelly, so we can't have her. We're not going to give her a chance. Let's just get rid of her because we're scared of her. That was That is completely false. Like, there's no way in hell. If anything, they're like, who does this bitch think she is that she just keeps running her mouth? Like, she needs to shut up and be grateful <laughs> that she has her 15 minutes of fame that we're going to now take away from her. So F this vampire bitch. She's gone. She's not even getting wrestler's cork. It has zero to do with my look. It has zero to do with my what I did with my character. Nobody that's in charge of that was intimidated by my presence at all. I was just merely a problem that they wanted to get rid of because they couldn't be bothered with my shenanigans. <laughs> I don't know if this, guy has, this guy said in the message he was going to subscribe at some point. Like, I guess it was last year or something. So I don't know if he's a subscriber. So, dude, if you weren't disappointed in that answer, I'm sure you're going to be disappointed in the response 
to your next message. His last message was uh, July 22nd. Love to have sex with you, baby. So there you go. It's kind of stuff I get on Instagram, on our Instagram. <laughs> the thing is, said person would never say this to me. If I was at a meet and greet and they came to my table, you know what they'd say? They'd say, oh, wow, I watch your podcast with Stoner Jesus. I follow you guys on there. They wouldn't make any mention of the DMs. They wouldn't make any mention about saying they want to have sex with me or why they think I didn't get to go to wrestler's court. They would. Here's the thing. I feel I could be wrong, but I feel that some of these people aren't 100 percent sure if I'm reading these or not. So I think when these people who get all ballsy online, if they were to meet me in person, they wouldn't bring up any of their like weird DMs because there's a chance maybe I didn't see it and they don't want to seem foolish. And like what he said about the wrestler's court situation, that would be him. He would be intimidated by me. So mm -hmm. it's so crazy to me that people just get behind their phones, get behind their keyboards and just it's like. It's kind of like the equivalent of when people, when like you're out and about and you're an attractive girl and like someone like yells something at you while they're driving by. It's like mm -hmm. they don't, they're not stopping and being like, hey, what's up? Now, some of the creepers, the real creepers, yeah. But generally speaking, people are going to yell something at you when they know you can't get in their face and confront them. So the internet takes that energy and then multiplies it because now people are like, oh, maybe they wouldn't say something out and about and hoot and holler at a girl, but they can still do it online because it's not their legit voice. They're not being face-to-face -face or possibly be face-to-face. -face. Like if you hear someone in the office, hey, baby, you look around. You don't know who really said that, you know? So. Uh, Shelly don't want no scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. If you're hanging out the passenger side of your best friend's ride. Don't bother. You want that shit. I wonder what percentage of this guy like thinks that he's going to get a message back from you that says, you know what? You wore me down. It's time for sex. I wonder if there's any percentage of him or if he's just like, that's just like a natural reaction to something. He's on his phone, you know, five o'clock in the morning or whatever. He sees a uh, cleavage. And he's like, oh, I'm going to write Shelly and, you know, hope for the best. I don't know if it's going to happen. I, it just, I don't even know what the right words to say are. It's just, it's just weird. You know, it's, it's effing weird and not cool. But, like, I can sit here, bitch, and moan, try to take it apart. But why? Because it's going to continue to happen, whether it's this dude or somebody else. Like, it's just what it's the new norm, unfortunately. It's. That's right. Speaking of messages, <clears throat> uh, we were talking last week, maybe it was the week before, but I think it was last week, about the fetish of men being kicked in the balls. And Shelly sent me this. Uh, <clears throat> now where this how'd you this came to your uh, secret society Shelly this message 
Uh, no. Um, if you go to, um, I now made it easy. It was just my link tree before for my secret society. Cause there's Shelly's secret society.com, which goes to the main page. But then I have a link tree that has like you, all the options, like the only fans, the Patreon, the main site, whatever. And people can contact me on there. And, um, but I've made it easy for everyone. I now today I bought join Society.com. So that's me, the girl of many URLs. <laughs> that's my new URL. If you want to check out all the options for the secret society, join Society.com is where you go. So that's where he wrote me from. So, I mean, first of all, I know I'm not one of those people that nitpicks misspellings and things like that, but this seems like, and a pretty important message, pretty important message to this guy. Why not take the time to kind of maybe look over a little bit, make it look a little bit more, uh, for lack of a better term, professional uh, with your requests or whatever. Just do a little proofreading so you don't come off as a creep and an idiot who doesn't know how to fucking spell. Anyway, um, here's the message. Uh, talking to you is a dream come true. He misplayed. He misspelled dream. He interposed some letters. Again, first sentence, bad start. I mean, whatever you were hoping to happen kind of derails it in the first sentence. But nevertheless, we continue. I am single, have masters in the field of science. I am six feet, 180 pounds, dark hair, brown green eyes, and balls the size of Lemos. Now, I'm assuming, I'm give this guy the benefit of the doubt, and assume he's going to say lemons. He was trying to say lemons. <laughs> if your balls are the size of lemons, I think that's a medical condition. I think there's a problem. There's some severe swelling, maybe some internal bleeding. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be a doctor. This is not medical advice. But if your balls are the size of lemons, seek medical attention. That's that's too big. That's, that's swelling, maybe cancer, maybe a tumor. I don't know. They get it checked out. If he means Lemos, I went and looked up Lemos. There's many things. It's different companies. But the main thing is it's a Greek shipping family. So if his balls are the size of a Greek shipping family, I say that's even worse than Lemons. But we continue. I would like to hear you say in a video what a, quote, great catch I am and what a badass bitch you are. That you are still able to beat me up by kicking my huge balls. Unquote. Then he ends with, because, well, I believe you are one of the toughest girls ever. Here's what makes it worse. Okay. So <laughs> let me just dig into my emails here. Okay. So that was at 7.22 a.m. yesterday. At 7.36 a.m., they sent me the exact same um thing but he <laughs> auto corrected his or corrected his misspelling so dream it was um spelt properly and lemons was spelt properly so i'm <laughs> i guess i give him one lemon point for realizing that he misspelled in the <laughs> original one and decided to rewrite i mean everything you said is pretty much the same thing talking to your dream single master's degree the six feet 108 pounds the whole thing the great catch everything's the same exact thing you read but he fixed his typos so 
why bother? Why go through all that if you're not going to fix it the first time? So between 722 and 736, it bothered him. He's like, oh shit, I'm, she's not getting my <laughs> Because I don't know how to spell dream. The lemons. So I'm going to get my balls smashed by Shelly Martinez. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say I'm going to pretend the first one didn't happen. We'll pretend she didn't see it. She doesn't know that I misspelled those words. And just send another one. And here's what I'm wondering now that like we're talking about it. I wonder if he thought if he sent sent me the correct spelling in his mind, that would make me react. Okay, see, he spelt it right this time. He's really I don't know if that's the case, but <laughs> I don't know. I guess he thinks like the masters of science or whatever, if that's true, which I doubt it is. I guess he thinks that's that's gonna make you more likely to want to kick him in the balls. Because he has a master's degree in science, you're like fuck that stupid master's degree in science. I'm gonna kick you. I'm gonna kick you in the balls for that. Why is he science stuff? Why is he sending weird emails at seven thirty in the morning? And then pondering oh. over his mistakes. <laughs> Get your shit together. That's what I want to tell a lot of these people. Get your shit together. How old are you? I mean, come on. At a certain point. I mean, I was on AOL chat like back in the 90s and sending stupid messages to chicks and trying to hook up or whatever, my dial-up modem. But I mean, at a certain point, you're like, you're a grown man and you have a master's degree or whatever. Why aren't you off doing science stuff? Why do you have time for these kind of shenanigans? Why aren't you uh, curing cancer or whatever your science degree is in? Get your shit together. I... I don't know. I, that's why I thought it was a gem to, se to send and share with you and we can share with our fine uh, subscribers here. This is, this is just an example of the kind of content people give me. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just become a subscriber. Come on here. You can say whatever crazy shit you want. I encourage it. The crazier, the better. Absolutely. It's great content. And I'll reply live. That's right. That's right. I'll reply too. You may not care <laughs> as well. And they can so, still hide behind their keyboard. They don't have to be on audio. They don't have to be on video. They can just be in right. chat. So there you go, lemon boy. <laughs> yeah, man. You want your balls kicked. Ask at least virtually. I mean, and you know, don't hide behind fucking, you know, emails or Instagram or whatever. Like the dude wants to have, you want to have sex with Shelly? Come on here and tell her that. I mean, come on. What the fuck? What's the worst going to happen? What's what's Shelly going to do other than say no and maybe you know say you're you're an ugly motherfucker or something like that, which you may like. I don't know. It's not my thing, but. It, I don't know. Like, like you said, you get a response. You're not going to get a response from Instagram. Oh, let me read on here. <laughs> and here's the other thing, kind of on the same vibe of the, is this. What really annoys me is, you know, time is money. Let's just be real. And I put out there all the time. If people want to direct message me, they can. By either joining my secret society on cameo you can write me per message 
uh, it costs something, but you know, $4.99 on my new blog, ShellyMartinezBlog.com. You can direct message me either for $4.99 a message, or you could pay $20 a month and message me as much as you like. You could come on our show and have live one-on-one interaction with me when I'm right here. And I'm very open about all this. And what annoys me to no end is people use my Secret Society link tree to try to contact me or even my ShellyMartinez.net page thinking I'm going to reply to them for free. And one of the things that they've been trying to do lately, I've gotten a handful of this, is people telling me, hey, I want to get a cameo for you from you. So this, and then they start telling me things like this guy, like I look like this and da, 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 da. And it's like, so then go on cameo and tell me that. Like, if you want a cameo, then order it. Obviously, you know, my cameo link, if you're telling me you want like whatever. So I get ones like that. And then I get other ones where they're like, Oh, when's a good time for me to send a request in? Send it in. Like it's on there. And within seven days, I have to reply to it. So, and if it's not a request that I'm comfortable with, I will write there the person. It won't just ignore it. I tell them, no, this is inappropriate. Or no, this is a custom request. You have to go through, you know, my site to do that. Like I make my ass but there's boundaries. Why? Because people in the past have taken advantage of my kindness and me being so interactive with people online. So the only way that I'm going to put up with the BS is if people pay for it. So I, and then another one, and I hate to say this, but another one I get a lot is people trying to get either autographs for free or cameos for free. And they tell me about their disability and that's why they want it. And it's like, you're trying to use your disability mm-hmm. to get something from me for free. And that's not cool. Like uh, that just bothers me so much. It's like, Oh, well I have this and this disability and blah. And they tell me this whole story and it's like, uh, it's, it's like, I used to feel real bad before and I used to even give out free eight by tens because I used it's the pool of my heartstrings. But that was a long time ago because I saw these patterns and it's like, it's not cool. Like to use whether they really have it or not, a disability to try to gain something and take advantage of somebody. I just, it's so ugly, like so ugly. There's lots of people out there that do have disabilities and you know what? Some of those people I met at meet and greets, some of those people have bought eight by tens for me and they have no problem doing that. And so it's like all these people that talk to me for free, have access to me. It's just annoying because I know what they're doing and I don't like it. Yeah. The, <clears throat> the guilt trips or emotional blackmail or whatever you want to call it. You know, I have this problem or that problem. So you give me some free shit that, I hate that shit. I hate it online. I hate it in real life. It's just, it makes me less likely to give a fuck about whatever your problem is. Maybe I'm, if you, if you push it far enough, maybe I'm happy you're disabled. Maybe I'll make fun of your disability. I don't know, but damn, don't lay that shit on me. Like you said, whether it's real or not. And second of all, uh, the second thing I thought was you probably get disability check. 
So you can afford to pay for some fucking 8x10s or an autograph or a cameo or something. I mean, your life can't be that great. You're disabled. You like this person. You're a fan of Shelly. Go support her and get something in return. Don't be a douchebag. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I have physically met people with these disabilities. And some of them, you could tell they're in a very fixed income. But they're not trying to take advantage of me. And guess what? Those are the people that I have spent extra time with at like a table or whatever, because I do feel for their situation, but they're not sitting there telling me, oh, this, this, and this. And then there's been a time or two people that I have met in person that have done that. I kind of feel that they weren't, that wasn't the case. Like it just, they were just trying to try to like the poor me hard mm -hmm. and all the people that I've met that I know for sure have had some sort of disability. None of them wanted me to feel sorry for them. They just wanted me to like, they love that. I just treated them like a person, like a normal person and didn't care about their disability. And it was a person to person conversation. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, the couple that, like, tried to do their thing, I thought it was very, as we say in wrestling, carny of them. They're trying to carny their way mm -hmm. into just getting attention with me. And I just, it's really effed up. I'm just not cool with that. It's just not cool. Having said that, of course, if any of you want to subscribe to the show and get on video and prove your disability... I don't know. We may rate it on a scale of one to 10. I don't know. We have to prove to me you can't get out of that fucking chair. I mean, you have to like pull yourself up and like fall on your face out of the chair or something like that. I'm not, I'm not going to take your word for it. I've been, I've been fooled before. <laughs> the, the fake disabled. I'm not falling for it. <clears throat> if you want me to roast you for dis your disability, I'll do that too. I don't care. <laughs> you don't hear outside. Your stupid, useless legs. They don't even work. You're in a wheelchair, you fucking idiot. Something like that. This is an example. No. <laughs> Subscribe. We're full service. Any of that. I can do any of that. I don't care. It's fine. Um, so next month, you have uh, what are known as virtual signings. Uh, a couple of them. How, uh, like, what what in, what does all of that entail? I mean, how does someone like set something like that up and and all that? And if people want to like get stuff from you for your virtual signings, how can they do that? So, virtual signings really became, I think, a big thing when the pandemic hit because mm -hmm. that was like the only way. I mean, there were still were some before, but it wasn't like so mainstream because duh, we would just us wrestlers, entertainers, whatever. Mm -hmm would go and physically meet people at these conventions and stuff. Yeah. So I think it's really cool because it does give you a chance to still connect with the fans and they still get their autographs and they can, um, what they do is a lot of the people that put them on, do them through Facebook. Um, and people will just come on and if the, whether they're pre-orders or if they order them just then, um, which is the same way it goes for uh, conventions, you know, people who bring people in like myself will be able to do pre-orders and like whatever. So me as a talent, what will happen is 
a promoter will, or a vendor or whatever you want to call them, whoever's hosting the signing will take pre-orders. They'll promote the show or the signing, the virtual signing, and then up to a certain date. And then they will continue to promote it, but then they send me all the photos. And then I get them. Um, if there's special notes that need to be on them, everyone's always really good at putting a little post-it on it, whatever. And then when we go live, those people, some of them can make it live, some of them don't. So, you know, we just kind of interact. It's kind of like a video chat kind of thing. Um, which is really awesome for me because I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> you know, I don't have to leave my house. I just sit here. So to me, it's a very easy gig. It just takes some time, make a couple bucks. Um, but sadly, the same thing that has happened in the convention world, I'm now seeing happening in the virtual signings realm, which is people who are just like fanboys are now having trying to have these signings. And, and it, it really messy sometimes. And when the virtual signing stuff started happening, I was only doing them for one person and one person only. And that's my friend Chad, um, because he does not only a bunch of signings, but I've physically worked for him at conventions in the past. And he's my friend. So at first I was like, cause you know, I'd already had retired from wrestling. So if conventions were still going on, it's not something that I was doing anymore anyways. Like, you know, so uh, Chad does a podcast with Francine on um, the eyes up here podcast. And she kept telling me, you know, before the pandemic, she's like, come on, just do a signing so we can hang out. And I was like, I get it, but I don't want to be around those people. If you get brought to California, we can hang out aside from it. But I don't, I just, I don't want to be around wrestling people. I don't want to be around that environment. Mm -hmm. So when the virtuals came up and he had already done some with her, that's when I was like, oh yeah, sure. Let's do it. And so I've done a few for Tim, totally been awesome. Um, we're going to be doing one, spoiler alert, in October. And then it kind of got me to thinking, and I was like, well, if I don't want to waste my time with people who this is not what they do, they're just doing it to, in my opinion, hang out with whoever they're bringing in, mm -hmm. which happens like even in the convention life. Um why not do it myself? So I did a signing a couple months back on my goodvibrationsboutique.com and it was a lot of fun. You know, I just did it right there on the site, used um, StreamYard to stream it through YouTube. And so it was a lot of fun. And um, I knew that I wanted to do one in the summer. I just didn't know when yet. And I get asked a lot to do virtuals for people who I don't know. And I always turn them down. And excuse me, there was this one fellow, he written me a couple times and then I was just like, you know, if he wants to do one sitting at home doing it, like, okay, why not? Um, I quoted him my price. He was fine with it. And then, um, I'm not trying to drag anybody. This is just truth. This is just what happened. This is fact. I'm not trying to like talk shit about anybody or put anyone down. This is just what happened since you asked. So at first he was like, Oh, do you want to like, how much would it be to get you down here to the city? And I was like, I don't travel. So no. And then he was like, okay, no problem. What's your price. And then I told him my price and he was fine with it. And then he made it seem like 
he was going to come down here. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do it at my house by myself. <laughs> and I even told him, I don't think this is a good fit based on like how it was. Because to me, it came off like, was he one of these people that just like want to hang out? Because no, dude, I'm not having that. So then he was like, no, 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 like, that's fine, whatever. And then I was like, okay, he paid my deposit because I did request a deposit because I know better. And um, then I noticed like there was just no promotion of it. And when he promoted it, it was one post and he had, because um, it was supposed to be in August, August 5th. And June something, he had a wrestler named ODB that he was going to have a signing with. So when he posted on um, Instagram, he put her flyer on there, but then added me to like the scrolly part. So I thought, okay, hers is first. So duh, that makes total sense. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, and then I started promoting it, but then I stopped because I saw that he wasn't promoting it. And I was like, why am I going to go out of my way to promote something for this dude? When he's not even doing it like that's not my job i don't have to promote it if i don't want to he's booking me it's like chad he never tells me oh can you go and post it no he takes care of all the promoting and he promotes it huge he's on facebook on twitter you know on instagram like he puts it out there and then just like other vendors that have brought me in in the past he does it in advance, at least a month in advance, you know, mm -hmm. like there's been times when I've had signings with Chad and he's like, okay, so when can we do a signing with you so we can get enough time to promote it properly? Like that's what you do, you know? <laughs> so I was really confused by this and I gave the fellow a benefit of the doubt and I was just like, you know, maybe he's just waiting for this ODB one. And then like nothing, nothing. I saw nothing new. He doesn't even post regularly on Instagram or Twitter. So it's like, that's the world we live in, especially if you're doing a virtual signing, like that's where you're going to get your people because people don't have to play, get a plane ticket or gas to drive somewhere and arrive there, get a hotel. There's no expenses except they're at their house, just like I am. So I gave myself in my head a cutoff. I was like, if I don't hear from this dude by a certain time, I'm going to ask him if it's still on. So I email him and I'm like, Hey, is this still going to happen? And he was like, yeah, or excuse me. He took a long time to get back to me. So I thought, Oh, he's flaking. So I started asking around about this guy and the feedback was either consistent to what I was experiencing or situations where he's flaked altogether on certain things. So I was like, okay, that's red flag number two now. Like number one, he wasn't doing the promoting. Number two, now he's not getting back to me. The communication's not there. And now I'm asking around and people are pretty much telling me that I shouldn't deal with him. And so I wrote him another email. I ended up writing him three and didn't hear back. And on the third one, I was like, look, if I don't hear from you by tomorrow, I'm just going to assume that this is canceled. So I didn't hear from him. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do another good vibrations one. I'll just, I need some time to promote it because that's what you do. So I put it at the end of August 
And I made a really cute flyer. I added some new photos to um, my page where people can do pre-orders. And pre-orders started coming in. And then I got an email from the guy. <laughs> and he was like, maybe because it's an email, I could be wrong, but he seemed upset about it. And he was like, you know, I told you I don't check this email often, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, that's not my problem. Like, no. you, like, <clears throat> should matter. Like, yeah. And he was like, I told you, you can text me or call me. And I'm like, so I'm not giving this dude my number. I don't know him. Like I said, I'm not trying to talk shit or drag this guy. These are just the facts. I don't give people my number unless I know them. I'm not that type of person. And even then, a lot of times people get my Google voice number. And that's when, like, you don't get my real number. Rest assured, Stoner Jesus, you have my real number, not my <laughs> not my Google voice. I'm special. Thank you. Yes. Probably but, people, I'm not. I because know. look it. We have built a relationship. We've worked together. We, I, we've shared personal things that go on in our personal life. That's, mm -hmm. you know, it's different. So not going to give the guy my email. I mean, my phone number. So instead of writing that, because it's like, why write that? Right. Like it's a waste of time. So I was just like, well, you know, and then he kind of was like, you know, maybe I should, we should just push my signing on your day because people are confused because they're thinking that that's my signing. The day got changed. And I kind of find that hard to believe because I said at the time, because my August 5th date flaked, I'm doing a signing on my own. And so then he was like, well, give me my deposit back. And I'm like, I'm not giving this guy his deposit back. So I was like, look, I'm still down to do the fifth if you are. And so I was like, I'll change my posts, meaning I'll say that it's not flaked and I'm not moving my date. August 5th is what I had booked for him. And that's what's going to happen if that's what he wants to continue to do. And I'm still doing my signing, which is completely different. So that's what we agreed on. And then he said he was going to promote it. He's promoted it more than he did before. I'll give him that. So it seems like August 5th is still on. He even wrote me today saying that he's sending out the photos. So hopefully they'll be on their way. Um, and I hope for the best. I'm hoping that the signing on the, on, oh gosh, it's next Friday, my goodness. So I hope that the signing next Friday goes well. And here's the thing. It's not like I'm going to go on there and be like a bitch to the guy. Like, it's not even like that. It's just this was such a headache that I'm just not going to do another signing with him, but I made a commitment and because I don't know this guy, I don't know. I hate to say this, but this is just the truth. Like I don't know how good his word is. So if there's a chance that there are people that did do the pre-orders or people that are counting on being on their fifth, like, I'm not going to just because things got weird in the details, like, flake out on that. Like, I still want to connect with my fans. I still want to hang out. So I really, whether the signing goes on or if he flakes, I don't have a problem with it either way. Hmm. It's like, 
you know, it sucks for the fans if he flakes. And if he's sending me the photos, I don't think he's going to. And hopefully what this dude will get out of this is that maybe he needs to communicate better with people in the future. And what I got out of it is unless I worked with somebody before, I'm just not going to do signings with them. So that's what happened with like, I know some people saw that like I wrote that and then I like altered it and now there's like two dates, but that's just what's up. It's not that hard to promote something on social media. I mean, Instagram, you got a picture in your phone, you post it, you put a little caption, your hashtags or whatnot. I mean, it can be done in less than a minute and then bam, you did it. Do it a couple of days later, same thing or a different picture or whatever. I do it all the time on Instagram. It takes not much time at all. Um, so, if, dude, if you're watching this, if you decide to subscribe and see, you know, what was going on, um, my two cents is you take too many selfies. It's just for a grown man to have that many selfies, it's, it's too much. It's overkill. It makes it, it gives your page the aura of something off with this guy. Just my two cents, you know, whatever. I mean, it's probably never going to do a virtual signing with me, so I have to worry about it. Well, here's the thing. If people want to take selfies, that's fine. But if you're trying to do a business or and do business with people, it's really wise to have a separate account just for that. You know, I'm the queen of having multiple Instagram accounts. Why do I have so many Instagram accounts? Because each one caters to something different. I got my Good Vibrations boutique one that has nothing to do with my sexy photos, aside from what I have for merch to sell, which I don't even post like all the time on there. Um, it's about the products I have in my online store. Yes, it's a way for people to get my official merchandise, but I got so many other cool things viewers like reefer madness and dvd good vibrations boutique.com 20 off with the code word fangs things like that i got dvds i have vinyl i have shirts i have accessories like i got different things going on so that's why it's a separate thing and then i have my shelly recommend recommends page and that's because that's dedicated to places that i love to go to or have visited or products that i tell people that they should probably check out because i know how it feels to like buy into advertisement and then you get let down. So that has nothing to do with my sexy photos. It has nothing to do with my secret society. It has nothing to do with my podcast. It has to do with products and places that I literally recommend. And then I have my secret society one where I don't put products I recommend. I don't put my merch on there. I put previews of what's going on on my site and it's a way for my members to interact with me on Instagram and it's a members only. And then of course I have my Shally from Cali, which maybe different things are peppered in there, but it's mostly just like a blog kind of thing. Hey, this is what I got going on, whatever. It's not pushing products. It's not pushing secret society. It's just saying, Hey, this is what's over. If you're interested, whatever, a lot of pictures of my dog, like, you know, it's just, it's like, Things are peppered in, but it's separate. It's different. And then, of course, I have my Martinez Girls Productions Instagram because that has only to do with podcasts that I do with Martinez Girls Productions. And then, of course, we have Shelly SJ Smokeout Instagram because that is dedicated to just our show. There's no other things on there aside that have to do with our show, whether it's giveaways 
or just saying, hey, this is our what we got going on. The episode's up. Join. This is what you get. It has everything to do with our show. So if people want to take all the selfies in the world, more power to them. But that doesn't help when you're already having shaky grounds with people you're trying to do business with, when you care more about putting your selfies on there versus trying to make some money. You want to make your deposit back. You want to make the rest of my fee back. You want to make more. You want to make a profit. People aren't going to take it serious if there's all these photos of selfies and then one or two of this is the signing I got going on and this and that it's like, and again, I'm not trying to talk crap or talk down to anybody. It's just not good business. And that's what makes me feel like, is this just another one of these fans that just think that they're going to start doing signings. Now, after talking to some people, I do understand that he has done hosts, I guess, or whatever been at like actual conventions with people and that's great. That's more power to the guy for doing that. But I just feel, not that he cares about my opinion, his signing business would do better if he had a separate one or deleted all his selfies and just had that on there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> you have time to take a fresh selfie. You definitely have time to push a picture that's already on your phone. I mean, it's just it's literally right there. Here's my problem with guys taking selfies. Women take selfies all the time. A lot of people want to see those. They want to see those selfies. When guys do it, I feel like they're only doing it for some narcissistic reason because no one really wants to see a dude's selfie. I, mean, I guess there's like beard fetishes or some shit out there among women. I'm not sure. But other than that, it seems like you're doing it for yourself because not many people really care. But if a woman takes a selfie, she gets like 8,000 likes on Instagram or whatever. That's because people want to see women in general so i don't know it seems like overkill this is too much that's a good point you're too much look at me i'm not taking selfies all the time i'm serious i'm doing serious business here There's serious shit going on i have time for all that anyway um the uh you tweeted out earlier today and we haven't talked about this yet on channelattitude.com the El Guapo uh, pictures and, and memes and whatnot. Um, so for people who don't know, can you give us a little background on El Guapo and uh, tell us what's been going on lately? Absolutely. So some of you that may have followed me in the past may have seen that I will tweet gifts or photos of El Guapo from the movie Three Amigos. Now, a lot of times, because unless you heard it on our show before people just think i'm posting it's just because of el guapo three amigos and people are like oh and then they say their quotes or they put one back but what they don't understand is it's actually a code now in the movie three amigos there's a scene where steve martin aka lucky day is has this whole monologue to the people of santa boco and he's telling them how pretty much they need to fight back and stand up and be strong going against El Guapo and his men when they're on their way to come terrorize their town. Now, in his speech, he says, 
Some everyone has an El Guapo. Some people's El Guapo is shyness. And so I always love that line because it's so true. We all have things in life that we're scared of, that we want to run from, that we don't want to face. We already feel defeated by. For me, that's death. I've had a death anxiety since I was a little girl. And when I say death anxiety, I really think about death probably 80% of my day. And if I know it's not good, but there's like two ways I look at it. I'll have a pull on panic attack over death. And my friends will tell me like, God, Shelly, it's not healthy that you're always thinking that way. But then there's this other side to it where it puts me in check where there's been times where I've had like issues with people or falling out. And what makes me not get so mixed up in whatever disappointing or anger feelings I may have to or however it went down, I'm able to have compassion towards them, which helps me feel better about the situation because I think to myself, what if they were to die? How would I feel? And I think a big trauma that had happened is my dad was a complete douchebag, complete douchebag, um, sociopath, pedophile, uh, drug addict, um, you name it. That's just what's up. And before my dad had passed away, I had called him out being Shelly, who I am. And I pretty, there was a, ta a day I was, um, I think I was 17 and my sister Danielle and I were visiting with him. Danielle's nine years younger than me. So she was really young and we were at Chuck E. Cheese and he was all on his drugs and Danielle, like, he got annoyed with Danielle and like, he literally, and this is not in a funny way, like kicked her in her butt. Like she was walking and she's a little girl and he kicked her in the ass. And I got so mad because when I was a little girl, well, about that age, him and my mom were fighting. It's when they were still together. And I was so scared because it was getting violent. I was in my room and it was like a normal thing. And I just had enough. I was so scared. And I just remember I had a little chihuahua and I was holding it. And I opened my door and I yelled, you guys are scaring me. And my dad was all tweaked out. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he came up to me and he grabbed me by the throat and he like threw me up against the wall. And so that effed with me for like, like to this day, you know. And when I saw him do that to Danielle, the big sister, her protector, came in to play. And so I didn't want to see him or whatever. And he came by and I sat him down. I was like, unless you try to get off drugs, I don't want you around me or my sister after what you did. And I brought up the thing where he did to me. And he was just like, you don't think that I think about that every day and have nightmares. Bullshit. No, bull like, no bullshit. And I didn't, I wasn't buying it. So I remember it came time for me to graduate for high school. I almost didn't even invite him to my graduation, but my grandma was like, you have to, it's your dad. And I remember after I graduated, 
Um, Cause at that time I was the only out of my cousins to be like, to graduate high school, everyone else dropped out. And um, I just remember seeing him and like, I turned the other way. Like I didn't want to talk to him, whatever. And so time had gone by. And then there was a day he called me. It was in the month of December. No, it was like the end of November. And I didn't want to take his phone call, but then I was encouraged to take it. So I did. And he was just like, oh, you know, he was all excited because I took his phone call. He's like, I want to see you and Danielle, blah, blah, blah. So I agreed. And then we went and hung out. And then at that time, I was going to community college. So I had to cut it short. And I just remember when he hugged me goodbye, he hugged me really hard. And he was like, remember, Shelly, never forget, I love you. It's like, okay. Well, then like a week later, he died in a car accident. So, and this was like two months shy of my 18th birthday. So I wasn't super young, but I was young. So that was the first time it hit me of that thought of what if someone dies? Because if I didn't go and hang out with him that last time, I feel like I would have had a whole set of other issues in life for not having like made peace with him before he died. And it wasn't a car accident. So it wasn't like he knew, but it's so weird because that hug, it's like his soul knew. Cause like, you know, whatever. And so there's been different situations in my life after that where people who I had problems with, I ended up having some kind of moment where I had a decision to either continue to have them cut out of my life or to hear them out, forgive them and have a good last time with them. And then they die. Mm -hmm. So this thing with El Guapo and like thinking of it on those terms, my Guapo with death, that's why I go to that place of what if they die? How would I feel? And I picture people in a coffin and it puts me in check. It makes me, be able to not take things personal because people, as the old saying goes, hurt people, hurt people. So it helps me not to take it so personal and like be so consumed with it. But at the same time, because my mind goes there, I start freaking out. And then I start thinking one day I'm going to die. And then one day like da da da. And I like just have this panic attack. So on our old show, I started to do this thing where my therapy was, Anytime I was having a death uh, attack, I would post a photo or a gif of El Guapo. And it really helped me out because Stoner Jesus would reply to it in always a funny way. And so it made me feel better. But then in my DMs would be a friend. Mm -hmm. And so I thought to myself, I was like, you know, (laughs) since we went on that hiatus, I hadn't really done it, but it doesn't mean it went away. And there was even a time before we went on hiatus, I was having a hard time with it. Like real, like it was like all the time. It was like, it got worse. And it's crazy because during that hiatus, um, my friend Melissa Coates passed away. Um, My rabbi from the congregation I go to passed away. Um, Daphne passed away. Um, and then I had a situation where it was actually going to be a year ago, um, next month where there was a dude that was creeping outside and Minnie, my dog was barking 
and it was really shady. And um, I was grieving the death of Melissa Coates. And it was a lot, lots of little guapo moments. And then when he was across the street, just like he looked like he was going to break into our cars or something. Um, he took off and then like he came back and I yelled at him and I was like, you know, get out of here, whatever. And then he like looked at me and then he like looked like he was going to come after me. And then right then and there, the cops rolled up. They didn't arrest him or anything. They just kind of shooed him away. And like 30 minutes later, he killed a girl like not far from my house. So then that effed me up to where I couldn't even walk many by myself for many, many months because I was like, what the hell? Like, what if like this guy told his friend that I like called him out and then like they come and get me to this day. I still think of it when I walk with many, um, it took me a long time to walk her without having anxiety of somebody coming up and just cutting me or stabbing me or shooting me. It was a lot. And so, and then shortly after that, Daphne committed suicide. And so it's just been like, oh my gosh, it's been rough. And there's just been different changes in my personal life. So then I'm always thinking of my mortality so that's when I was like, you know what? I need to go back to my therapy, which is El Guapo. <laughs> there you go. The saga of El Guapo. So if you know, you know, obviously don't out it on Twitter. Just like, you know, be in the know. Like, like an OG oh. would. Be cool. Just be cool. <laughs> People want to know more. Then come and subscribe for less than a dollar a week. I mean, come on. There you go. <laughs> It is kind of a, I guess it's maybe a little bit of a downer to end the show on, but it's literally the end. So, you know. Oh, real quick, though. Oh. I want to show you my new uh, product, I guess. <laughs> so, those of you watching, I don't know if you medicate, aka smoke, or whatever, or you are aware that there's different ways aside from edibles. There's things called tinctures herbal tinctures and this has been my go-to i just got it a little pricey but this has been helping me in my old guapo ways <laughs> so i wanted to give it a little shout out i just take um a teaspoon of this mix it in with a little water i'm good to go that was one of uh, one of the things that vince had no idea what we were talking about we were on with vince russo Talking about, right. the show. talking about tinctures. <laughs> no idea. Like, what's, a, what's a tincture? They even said it wrong, I think. <laughs> there you go. Weed. Really, that's what's most important if you think about it. Getting your herbs and the right herbs in you is what's up, people. Like, everybody's different. We all have our own concoctions of herbal life. Just find which works for you and do it. <laughs> there used to be a company called Herbalife. I don't know if they're still around. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I used to sell or at least try to sell shit for them back in the day, like 25 years ago. And then some pitcher like died on it from too much ephedra or something. And that kind of killed that. But, you know, whatever. They have a concentrated tea that I actually have. It's powder. And it's really good. Um, I haven't taken it in a while. But... <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> honestly, like my friend Megan Jones, shout out, she recommended it. And I swear to you, when I have it, it's this raspberry concentrated tea. I feel like how I feel when I hit the pen like a whole bunch of times. Like that's how it makes me feel. It's crazy. I was just looking at it yesterday. I was looking at the ingredients and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta see what's up. I gotta ask my doctor if it's cool to take this tea because I'd like to feel that way again. <laughs> see, great stories, life advice, all kinds of stuff from the smokeout for less than a dollar a week. Did I mention that? It was less than a dollar a week. I think I have. Thank you, Shelly. For another awesome show. <laughs> we'll see what happens next week. It's a whole week. You never know what will happen. That's right. See if there's any old guapos. I got a ton of Young Bucks gifts ready to go. <laughs> no moment's notice. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. They're called the Young Bucks. But at what point are they? They're not going to be young anymore. So are they just going to be called the Bucks? I've thought about that before. It's, it's occurred to me. Like, if they're like 50, you can, can you call them the Young Bucks? At 50, they got long gray hair and they're doing, you know, they're coming out every like six months or whatever to do their thing. It's always their last match, like Rick Flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah next year we're on the air, Rick Flair might be dead. Who knows? There goes a Wapokin. I mean, he's 73 years old. He's got a pacemaker and he's going to go wrestle. That seems crazy to me, but you know, whatever. Maybe he needs the money. I'd have to imagine. I got to think there's better ways to get money than like getting body slammed with a pacemaker 37 or 73 years old. Oh my gosh. Real quick. So there, I can't remember. I, there's some commercial that comes on and they use different athletes on it. And it has something to do, I think with cars, like some kind of repair of a car, I think. And he was on one car shield. Yes. He was a wreck on there. It's like, this dude is like giving me anxiety. He seems like he's out of it. I don't know, like he's drunk or what. And like, it's so funny because I seen it only like a couple times and then they took him out of rotation real quick. And I was like, dude, you got drink after you got to like sell the product, get your paycheck. Like, haven't you seen Rocky when, even though at first he was like, Oh, the guys in the rendezvous. He had to learn. He had to learn how to like. Uh, I can't believe that like, he would drop an opportunity like that to like. But who knows? Maybe he's just like old. He's been a wrestler for a long time, so that beats you up, especially like in your brain and everything. So maybe he thought he did a good job. Maybe he didn't drink at all. And but I was just like, dude, this is like not good. No. Now he's resorting to actually getting back in the ring, which seems seems crazy. But like I said, you know, he's got alimony payments and he's probably got all kinds of other debts and whatnot. Not how much money he's getting it, but I hope it's worth maybe croaking in the ring. I guess we'll find out. I feel he can make a good enough money just doing signings. I don't know. You would think. I mean, he does like a podcast and shit. I mean, you would think, you know, Ric Flair can make some money just, you know, talking, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> slam his ass around a little bit, see if they can get that pacemaker to shut off. Maybe it's one of those things where, I mean, I don't know Rick Flair that well. 
I don't even like the dude. But um, maybe it's one of those things where it's like he doesn't know what else to do. Like if he's not wrestling or around it, like he doesn't know what to do with himself because he's been doing And that's not a shot. Like there's just so many people in the wrestling business. They've been doing it for so effing long, especially these people who become like legends. Like they have, it's like a high to them to be, and they need, yeah. they need that fix. And it's like, Oh, get a hobby. <laughs> Save your body. Play some shuffleboard. You old fuck. I'm down. Kelly, anyway. thank you. <laughs> and I'll see you next week. Adios.